0: Welcome everyone to the new Fab U show. I am tuned in, tapped in, turned on who I really am. I am your host, the fabulous Doris Birch, founder of the Fab Factor. I am here to help women entrepreneurs shift their subconscious programming, those beliefs that you don't even know that you have or producing the results that you're not getting that you want to get and you don't know why they're getting, that's what we help shift those subconscious programming um, so that you can live your most fabulous life and can build wealth with their businesses that they absolutely love by awakening their fat factor. The woman who's always known she is different, called for more, not going to live the normal life and is going to do what it takes, no matter what it takes until it takes to create that all while becoming highly visible so that she can make a global impact to fully step into the who she is being called to fully tapping into the power of the feminine. And yes, yes, she does have the audacity to prioritize the feminine. I am an entrepreneur and mentor and author. I love the bling bling, thinking more fabulously bigger and doing it differently where we disrupt the status quo for women. We are rewriting the rules and we are doing it being fabulous, of course, without sacrificing our femininity, spirituality, or personal fulfillment. The biggest question is who are you actually? At your core, who are you and what did you come here to do? Many women are hiding. They're not willing to make the choice to let their old self die. They are quitting on themselves. But to create the vibrational space to step into their new fabu next level frequency in order to begin showing up in every area of their lives, in order to find the woman you wish to become, a choice needs to be made. Ready to say yes to your soul and become the next level new fabu now? It's going to take some inner determination and strength. But let me tell you, and allow me to be crystal clear here, it takes a lot of courage to release the old and step into your next level fabulousness of truth. When you can get real about who you are and say unapologetically, here is who I am. I think this way. I feel this way. I vibrate this way. And I live on this sort of frequency. And I show up this way. Critical you do so. If you are truly committed to having a life A life fully by design and on your terms in order to shift the old, become the real you and finally break the pattern once and for all. Why? Well, simply, there are still too few giving themselves unapologetic permission to have a seat at the I want it all table. And there are fewer women who truly own and command their space. You make choices out of guilt or shame or blame. You compromise. You settle. Continue to sabotage or destroy. This affects everything. Is it any wonder that you don't really let yourself dream that dream anymore? Never mind, act on it. How do I know all of this? Well, it's because I've lived it. And it's the reason I think this must change, and it must change now. Today's wave of spiritual women owning their power is unique, rare, and one of a kind. So, what new Fabu is all about is letting go of the old, the distorted, the shadow you who you thought you had to be, to the new Fabu who is fully unleashed in what she says, how she shows up, how she does business, how she does life. She knows what works for her. She backs herself unapologetically. She does it. Why? It is who she is and is what she was born for. She did not come here for normal. So let me ask if you've had enough of just playing and you're actually ready to play life the way you know it's meant to be. See, make the decision to say goodbye to the old. It's time to stop trying to create a new you around same old people. Stop trying to create a new you around the same old thinking. Stop trying to create a new you around the same old habits. Stop Stop trying to create a new you around the same old beliefs that old departure place. You just got to say yes. Well, you don't got to, but you do if you want to change to be who you're really meant to be. Then say yes. Yes to you. Yes to your soul. Yes to being accountable and yes to the up level. And as I said earlier, it takes immense courage to be the real you. So enough, enough with hiding your light, enough with being less than, enough with saying you're different, but not showing it. It is time to give yourself unapologetic permission to be new fabu. The age of the invisible woman is over. And so today my fabulous, fabulous guest is Elaine Bias. And so we're going to bring Elaine on to the show.
1: Hi, Hi, Elaine. Hey.
0: How are you? It is. I am fabulous. It's so good to see you today.
1: Good to see you too. And thank you for having me. I'm delighted to be
0: here. Well, we're delighted to have you. So Elaine, for me, my new fat moment came when I surrendered and I let go of the last remaining bits of worrying about what people thought of me or if I was making any sense or whether they wanted to hear what I really wanted to say. And I went all in on me. And the thing is, when you really dig beneath your fears and uncertainties, you do know you're worthy. And so what moment came for you to step into your new fab you next level when you let go of an old distorted version of you that wasn't serving you?
1: I love that question. And I've heard you ask that a couple of times on some of your podcasts I've listened to. And I was thinking about that before getting on here today. And you know, it's interesting. Um, I don't think it was just one thing. Um, It's a progression of things. I truly believe to love the life you, to have a life you love, you have to love the life you have. So everything up until this point serves you in some way. But I did have a moment as I was thinking about this and um, it seems very superficial. I was around 50-ish and um, I'd raised a family, my last child was ready to leave the house. Um, I had a really good corporate career and there was still this restlessness. I was feeling something, there was something more, you know, I was kind of in that, is this all there is? And I made the decision to stop coloring my hair. Now I know that sounds really superficial, but that old saying, uh, when a woman changes her hair, she's about to change her life, for me was absolutely true. That was a moment for me, I committed to loving it no matter what. I was tired of the maintenance. I was tired of feeling like I was pretending to be somebody I wasn't. Mm. And that was now in, in hindsight. I recognized that as being a really pivotal moment because it was a moment I decided to show up as me, authentically accepting myself as who I am. And there were, you know, a lot of other happenings and events between here and there. And I think the one that really, um, there's a place in my life where. Three big events kind of happened all at once. This is several years after after um, the hair color event, and um, I had um, been working in a corporate job that was really unfulfilling. Part of the reason I stayed is they paid for my education, so yay me! And um, but that was over, and I owed them nothing at that point, point. and. I had um, just taken myself on a fabulous vacation to Italy all by myself, nine days, had this incredible experience, empowering, life-changing experience, really. Mm -hmm. And I come back to my company and they're having a downsizing, right-sizing, whatever you want to call it. And I'm in internal communications at the time. And I have to write the executive letter. And so I write the letter, typically we write it, you know, here's what's happening, here's how people are being moved around and we wanna thank the people we're letting go. It's kind of a format. Right. And it came back to me with a note, we're not thanking anybody. And I thought, really? We're gonna pretend they weren't here? That was the way I took that. Mm -hmm. And I realized I didn't wanna do this anymore. And right after that, now this is all happening in like a six week period. Okay. And right after that, my dad passed. And it wasn't unexpected, Um, but I realized that my dad spent a lot of his later life sort of waiting to go, waiting for his time to be up. Mm. And so that question just kept nagging me, what are you waiting for? So I made the commitment to myself, and about six months later, I walked away from my job. Didn't know what I was gonna do. And I heard you say something on one interview about needing that time to sort of unplug from who you were in that corporate life and and really begin to settle into yourself. And that does take time. There's, There's this interim period of, not being who you were and not quite being who you're becoming yet. Um, So it was a really interesting time for me. Unfortunately, I created a situation for myself where I could spend some time in that, allow myself some time in that. And I'd always wanted to coach. So that was the beginning of that. And um, it's been a wild ride. It's not always been easy. Um, but I wouldn't change any of it. I wouldn't change any of it.
0: Ah, well, you said a lot of powerful things in that in that. Oh my gosh, I love it. Well, um, so so here's where we'll dissect this from. The first thing which which has to happen is you said a keyword in there earlier and you said decide. Mm-hmm. Is it's that key thing, and I think a lot of times women aren't deciding, they are stirring it like, you know, you're making a cake or something. They're just constantly stirring and stirring. It never gets poured into the pan. It's just still stirring. So there's no decision to cook it. And so it's like you decided and that deciding, and then it took you. And I I don't even think I, I don't think you told me, or if you told me it didn't resonate the way it's resonating today with me, is that um your, your trip to Italy. I think that is the most profound thing because I think that, decision before when you decided that you were going to color that you were going to no longer allow your hair to be this 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 entity that's going to stop you from really being who you are and you step into um to letting it just unfold the way it's just unfolding at this current moment in your life and it's like it's very exciting to to allow yourself to go through that shift that that is natural. It's the it's an instinctive move yeah. transition for us. And a lot of people don't allow themselves to go through it because you use the word superficial. And I don't even want to say it's that. I think we get bogged down with thinking that is a thing. Mm-hmm. It's not really a thing. It's an evolution. And I think if we allow ourselves to go on the evolution, that we really do discover something about ourselves that we were using something that was just part of the mass, part of the Definitely. hiding, part of the invisibility of, of what we think, what we think is yeah. our truth. And when you, when you step out of that truth into your real truth and it, it is what it is and you're like, Oh my gosh. And so it took you to Italy. And that's, I want to kind of go through that because I think that's pretty profound. Um, do you remember something huge you discovered about yourself going there by yourself?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, (laughs) you realize that, so here's the beauty of being in a country that you don't know, uh, speak very little of the language, never been there before. Well, actually that's not true. Stepped off a cruise ship once, you know, for five minutes, but really (laughs) didn't spend time there. And, um, and not knowing where I not knowing where I am. So we go through life, and this is such a great metaphor. We go through life with blinders on. I mean, think about how you get to work and don't even know how you got there. We don't notice what's happening around us. We don't take time to really be present in the now moment. And that's a practice of mine. That's a lot of what I what I work with women around. Because I'm I'm a straight-up life coach, mindset transformation and I work with women, and, um, and so when you are in a place where everything is unknown, foreign, whatever you wanna call it, you have to pay attention. Mm. You have to be present to every single moment. You're showing up for yourself, and you're really showing up to life and allowing it to lead you. And I think about that now around this whole COVID environment and people that are waiting for it to be over and whatever. Is you're you're in the unknown, and this is a beautiful place to really learn who you are, to discover so much about yourself, right. and what you truly want. Um, you're talking about you know stirring the cake and never pouring it in the mold in the in the pan and baking it, and I did that for a long time. I. I No, I was unhappy for a long time or dissatisfied, not really unhappy. I had the dream, family, home, husband, car, house, you know, career, all of it. Um, And I wasn't satisfied. And so a lot of, I think a lot of what happens to us as women, I know for me, I was brought up in a household where black thinking was the norm. And there's sort of that underlying question, why can't you just be satisfied? And so we spend, I think a lot of our lives trying to be satisfied with what other people expect of us when truly that, that sort of restlessness and uneasiness that we're feeling is that we're living lives that are not true to who we came here to be. Right. So bake the cake, bake the cake.
0: Bake <laughs> the cake. Wow. Oh yeah. It is so true. Bake the cake. Stop stirring it. Don't over stir it. Just bake it. Um uh-huh. the, the insight there is that it's true. When we come to the planet, the moment that we were conceived and and, and plan to get here and we get to be birthed and we get to live and and regardless of our home life and circumstances, there's still a calling on us. There's still, everybody has their calling. Um, And when you decide to step into your calling is when everything starts to um, present everything, every Mm -hmm. step on the journey start to present that's that, that doorway comes in you push it open and you step through the doorway and you keep stepping through the doorway. Um, because like you said, at the, when you were talking earlier, it's like, and I totally agree with you. It's nothing about this, this, this entrepreneurial stepping out of corporate space, doing this thing, creating this thing, um, being very divinely led to create this coaching business. um, and everything has come with it. I wouldn't change one thing. And it has it has stretched me to the core uh at moments where you know you could just really just go lay down in the street and be like, you know, yes, drive over me because I'm like I'm like I'm so far deep, I don't even know what to do. But you just like keep going. It's like I wouldn't trade that to not be in the status quo where you're like the, the life that we're supposed to be satisfied with that status quo life. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why I tell people the status quo looks, it, 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 it had, it looks like it looks for each person depending on where they're at in the status quo. So it can be like, I feel like when I was in the corporate world and I had that great status quo corporate job that people were dying to have, I should be grateful, you know, that I get it and I should stay there and just, Take what I get, you know the the salary and 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 the little bitty raises every year, or or move up to the next promotion and deal with the crazy people and that level that you know you got to pretend that mm-hmm. aren't uh, and that smile and all that stuff. You know that's a high functioning, looks good status quo place. But if you know you're called for something more. It's you are dissatisfied. And it's and I think the thing women get so guilty, feel so guilty about being dissatisfied. Like you were saying, and it's like, oh, my gosh, I should not be dissatisfied with this. But right. you are. Your soul is. And if your soul is, that's it's almost like it's uncontrollable. It's like it's knocking at you saying, step into who I created you to be.
1: Oh, absolutely. I I think that I think that so there's a great I love Einstein and I love Einstein quotes and there's a quote that goes something like this. I may mess it up, but um, everyone's a genius. But if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will always think it's stupid. And I truly believe that those of us, and I think for women, there are many, and I'm sure men have their own experience of this in their own way. I just don't, it's not my experience, right? Um, I think a lot of us as women, are fish trying to climb the damn tree. When we want to, we really need to get back in the river so we can swim, just go with the flow and be who we are. Um, There is so much discontent and we love we love our disempowering stories mm. why i can't you know complaining about my job well you're here for something bigger than that if you're not happy with it i believe every one of us is here first by divine appointment the things that we are call to do are divine assignments and this life is an adventure that we're meant to live. We're not here to work some job and be miserable until we get to retire. That is not the point of being here. We wouldn't have been put here to be miserable. I just don't believe that.
0: Well, and I totally agree with you. And you know, and I get and and for anybody watching, okay, we know everybody isn't meant to be on the entrepreneur journey, um, or all that. So 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 I'll preface that and say that because. There are some people who are supposed to be employees. And if you are, but that doesn't still mean you don't have something bigger to do. So I want to basically say that because I don't want anybody messaging me over that crap. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just say that. So there. So with that being said, what we're talking about is just when you know there is something inside of you. I knew long time. I mean, it it stayed with me for like a long time that there was something else calling Mm -hmm. me. And then okay. it, it finally got revealed. And then it was just, oh, how am I going to do it? You know, because it wasn't revealed as looks like this coaching business. It was just revealed that there was another calling on my life and that I was going to be required to step into that. But it, it came with a how for as I was concerned. And that's the where I think most of us get stuck in this how. Mm-hmm. And so did you get stuck in the how, too?
1: Did I get stuck in the how? Um Initially, I think, well, before I actually made the decision, yes, I think the how held me back for a while. Um, yeah. The thing is, you, um, you were talking about the courage that it takes to be who you truly are. It does, because, you know, I think there are people, you're right, that are, are meant to be employees in corporate jobs. And I know many of them who absolutely love what they're doing. They're called to do that. It's when you're in that place of really being discontent with what you're doing and dissatisfied with things and not giving yourself permission to do something else. Like it's the only job in the world. No, there are other things you can do. And maybe there's a period that you need to, you know, make a transition, make a plan, whatever. Um, But it really is all about uh, energy, Alignment and attraction. Right. Everything that we do, we are energy. Everything is energy, and when we decide to be this next iteration of ourselves, there's an energy, an aura that goes along with that. Yeah. You have to. Uh, you don't have to do anything. <laughs> Let me say that. <laughs> but if you want, we do. I know, right? <laughs> If you wanna make that transition into that sort of higher version of yourself, I call it your sacred self, then you have to spend time with her, knowing her, who she is, how she shows up, creating that energy within yourself and being that now to the degree that you can, you practice, I call it living into who you're here to be, living into the fullness of who you're here to be, living into your dream, because it doesn't just, you don't just wake up one morning and it's there. There's, you have to become it. You have to give to yourself what it is that you want to be. Yes. You have to decide.
0: Yes. Yes. And and when you decide, and, and here's the, what I say even more so is that that is all the qualification you need. Yeah, it's all you need. There is nothing else you need. And that's where I think the stumbling block comes for why, you know, I do the podcast and for people to be in their new fab units is to understand just what Elaine was saying. That's the qualification. You don't need anything else and show up. But then people get all over in this tizzy and then think, oh, my gosh, I need all these other things when everything is there. And every time you take another step, you then get the next the next whatever that comes with that step um (laughs) lack of no words whatever (laughs) (laughs)
1: because your whatever and my whatever are two different whatevers
0: exactly and so it, it gives you everything you need it's like if 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 women understood that was all it requires we would shake everything else and just like you were saying what this what Um, this, this time that we're currently in this awakening, um, I think it is a huge awakening for the entire planet. And I think it's a huge awakening for each and every one of us to, if we see it. And here's the thing, I know everybody doesn't see it, but I will, I'm going to tell this little quick thing, two things, and I love your insight around this. Elaine. so, um, or if anything has hit you like this in this time. So like Saturday, this past Saturday, I got caught up in a trip. Um, and I was like, almost spiraling into an unawakened individual's um, way of being. And I didn't, and and I had to think, how did I get caught? And Sunday had to go back and be like, how did I get caught up into that? Because I had to release all that energy and that that had just I allowed myself to go in. And I was like, I didn't do any work on myself. I didn't allow myself to do any work Saturday, like the, the internal work, like stepping into who I wanted to be. I didn't do that. And and it's just as easy as that. You can go down the rabbit hole into someone who is not awake and they never probably will be far as I'm concerned on this person. And, and you get caught up in their trip. And I was like, it's that easy. As evolved as I am and as All the work I have done and continue to do, I got thrown off just like that. Now, of course, the person is a very personal person to me. So it was probably easy to go down that trip as evolved as I say I am. Um, But I got caught up in it anyway. So I got myself back and I had to do what I would tell my clients to do and what I know to do, I had to go in and and shift the subconscious reprogramming to get out of that. Um, Then I saw something on Monday and I thought I was thinking about this last night. It was just something on my soul. And I was like, real insightful is that people really are, if you don't do, if you aren't aware that you have these subconscious programs, um, that you will have your next generation of of your children repeat generational curses, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And the generational curse in this way was there's a gentleman who is high profile in the speaking world. And he made a post um, that his 14-year-old daughter got a job at McDonald's. And I was troubled by that. I was just like, Wow! Really, we're gonna celebrate your fourteen-year-old daughter getting a job. You, who are this high-profile speaker, you know, you you preach this thing, and you are just now getting ready to put her in the generational curse that she trades her time for money, and she started at fourteen because she wanted a job at fourteen because he had a job at fourteen. When there's a whole different dynamics, and this is how, if you don't understand, if you want to change your generational um track and and take it somewhere else then that starts with you being very awakened um and i was and that was really insightful that I was like that's how the program was you get a job and even though he's a He's this entrepreneur and this speaker. He's programming in his children get a job and get at 14 to go work with the people, the people in the in a pandemic. That was insightful. I was like, how many other people are still functioning like that? I mean, so what's your insight on that? Do you see how people are taking things and not really shifting and, and awakening?
1: So, um, I would say that we're all where we are, right? Um,
0: I don't know, depending on who you you are in the world though.
1: Well, but who you say you are is who you are. I mean, you know, how you show up in the world is who you are. Um, that's a really interesting insight. I guess my, my initial, my initial response would be, are you out of your lane? Whose business is it what he does?
0: And no, I don't think you know. I won't. I won't say I'm out of my lane. I find it insightful because when when someone is on the path and they and their voice uh, affects millions of people, mm-hmm. and then their actions aren't in alignment to their message and their voice that affects millions of people. I believe when you're on this transformation thing, and this and this your calling, that you do need to be very aware of who you are being at all points because your actions and your words speak. And I don't, so, I don't
1: argue that for a minute. So I his, don't argue he that for a minute.
0: One thing, but his actions that so my thing is he has a platform and he has a huge platform. Yeah. And but he's not aware of a subconscious program that says that he's transferring to his children or even to other people, but people celebrated that. But if people had said, but it's that whole dynamics of people celebrate people having jobs.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And and okay. I I guess my question would be what how does it serve you to know this? How does this help you?
0: Oh, for me it just proves how people, the work that I do with people uh, understanding belief systems and subconscious reprogramming is valid.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And so so it's like, it's a reminder that people don't know they have these beliefs. Yeah. That are really running the show.
1: Yeah. I've, you know, I've always been really intrigued um, with language and what people say and and meaning and what they're actually saying about themselves in in the way they present themselves and that you know that's kind of a similar thing you know just um just makes you kind of go oh wow what was that um and and for me everything everything in life is a reflection so i just look back and ask myself questions you know um what how am i that how am how am i that because this is this is stirring up something in me and so how am i that and what what's the gift in this for me what's this experience doing to help guide me on my path and how can i take that into my work and serve people
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's that's exactly because I'm like if things stir me, then I always know there's a message. Um mm-hmm. and I just was thought that was so insightful. Um, because I always I listen very clearly to people's words and then I pay attention to people's actions. Um, because it, it I have to in the work I do. I have a short period of time to shift people. Um and I can't go back, you know, 30 years, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got to always got to be very clear, and I and when I hear things and I see things and I'm like ah, because people don't know. And I was and I find that insightful for me. So the biggest thing is my lessons learned is that ah, you are on point. You read people really well. You hear the things and distinguish things, and that was just to me that was a, a significant point for going forward. Um, just how I'm so attuned um, yeah, to, yeah. to those things. And I was like, okay, all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was just insightful. <laughs> awesome. But yeah. So Elaine, this time goes by really fast. Uh,
1: it sure does.
0: It has been absolutely blast having you come on to the show. Um, we will, you know, post everything about you on um, when the when the link for the podcast on Apple Podcasts is available, so people can download that and have more of this conversation.
1: Thanks so much. This has been so much fun. I appreciate the invite. I'm grateful to know you. I'm having so much fun getting to know you more, and um, and thanks to everybody who watched and listened.
0: Yeah. And one thing. So do you have a closing thought you want to leave with everybody?
1: Oh, so yeah, probably this one. Life is always giving you exactly what you need in the moment to be your fabulous self. Pay attention. Pay attention. Love it all because it is all here to serve you.
0: Thanks for being on the show, Elaine. Thank
1: you, Doris. Have a fabulous day. You too. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you, everybody, for watching this episode of The New Fab U Show. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe so you automatically get new shows every week. And I would love it if you would leave us a review. We are on Apple Podcasts, and you can find us at the TheNewFabUShowPodcast.com. i love to hear from you. Come join in the conversation. If you have any insights about what we talked about today, Make sure you post them, you know, in the tread and I will be sure to respond to you. You can find me here on Facebook and Instagram, and I'm also on Twitter and LinkedIn. So just head over to the new Fab U show podcast. Um, you'll find all the previous shows there and you'll find my why the things why I do this work. I do at the The new Fab U show is the elevated unapologetic permission conversation for women. And I am honored that you have tuned in. Bye, everybody. Remember, don't be invisible. Be fabulous.